this is Kelly Dixon coming at you with the Breaking Bad Insider podcast. This is number 405 called <clears throat> Shotgun. Got a lot of people here, so bear with us. Got Vince Gilligan. Hello. Got Betsy Brandt. Hello. Got Jonathan Banks. Hello. Uh, writer Tom Schnauz. Hey, everybody. Got Dean Norris. Hello. And last but not least, director Michelle McLaren. Hello. So this one picks up right after uh, Brian has gone to the lab and all he said to the camera is, where is he? So I just want to ask, you know, Michelle, um, as a producer and as a director here, obviously this had to be scouted. This had to be, the street had to be closed off. But how big of an area are we talking about here? That's a really good question. Because I just saw this this morning and I want to say great job. Great job, Tom. I just want to know, you know, what, how big of an area are we talking about here? And what had to be done just to get that? That well, kind of sequence. originally when we were scouting for it, the writers had written that it was a commercial area and there were storefronts and restaurants and things. And we quickly realized that we couldn't afford to shut down a commercial area. But we did look at a, a, an area on 4th Street in Albuquerque. And then <clears throat> we looked at a few different areas. And we were looking at about uh, three or four blocks, which isn't very long. So we had to make the three or four blocks look like it was a really long period of time. And we found a industrial area, which we ended up shooting at, which was um, a lot more flexible for us because we could actually afford to shut it down. And we shut down about four or five blocks of, of this one section. <laughs> and we had 11 PAs that were hidden around each corner. We had, I don't know how many police officers, but several police officers. And we controlled this entire area because not only was it important for us to make it safe and control the whole area, but we had to get the cars to go around and, and back to, to um, their first position pretty quickly and efficiently because we had a, a day to, to shoot this sequence. And what ended up in this weekend is we actually had a lot more footage than we, we actually shot. And, and when Vince got into the editing room, he chose to... Um, uh, very bravely, I thought, and I like it very much, to actually stay in, in the uh, low-angle point-of-view shot for a lot longer than we originally thought. But just to set up each one of those stunts, we had to, to um, break it off into sections and use the same three or four blocks for each different uh, maneuver <laughs> that we did. Because we only had, we can only afford so many stunt cars. I think we had five or six stunt cars. Yeah, I was going to say, how many stunt and cars, how many stunt drivers? Not that many. I think okay. there were six in total, and we kept having to recycle. So so we had a plan ahead of time where we knew exactly what the different maneuvers and stunts that we wanted to do, and then we had to shoot them all in sections, all in the same three, four block radius. So the b same background, if you look closely, I, I say this asking, not, not stating, because I, I never noticed the same background going by, and I sat in that editing room with you for a long time. So the same background goes by over and over again? It does, and there was one point, actually, where I pointed out that we see the same background th That's th right, th but three it, times, yeah, but it but took that, even me a long me, time to, yeah, yeah. to notice it, and I think that really helped being actually in an industrial area. I mean, there was that one blue yeah. building, but I want everybody to think there's about 10 blue buildings on that street. Like I said, I watched it this morning. I had to sit back and go, wait a minute, okay, I know logistically that you could not do this for a long, but it looks great. It, it does. It, oh, looks, it looks fantastic. So I know that Brian is a really, really good driver. Did he do any of this driving? Uh, he, he did, and Brian... Brian, a lot, I would say 90% of the time on our show, Brian does his own stunts. But in this particular scene, we did bring in a stunt driver from Los Angeles, uh, a gentleman by the name of Larry, and I'm embarrassed to say I don't know Larry's last name, who is Bruce Willis's double and the best <laughs> double I have ever seen for any actor I've ever worked with for Brian Cranston. <laughs> Larry is so good that once you put the glasses on, you put the goatee and the mustache on, we could shoot him profile up close. Wow. He's moving fast. 
from from behind and Brian did get into the car and he did do some of that driving and after we shot quite a bit with with Larry and Brian was watching it was his turn and Brian never gets nervous and in this particular instance I noticed Brian was a little nervous and he we eased into it and then of course Brian being Brian completely grasped the whole, the whole thing right away and was into doing some wild driving and there's a couple of shots in there that that it is Brian, which you would think it was the stunt man, and Brian did an awesome job. Now let me ask you this too, as far as the Aztec, is it? it do we have a stunt Aztec, or it was the camera car, like not the Aztec? Yeah, one with a Porsche. Yeah, that's what I want to know. I know you have a slow angle shot. We could not have done this without the fact that we have three Aztecs, and the grips this day. This was a grip phenomenal day these guys rigged all these different things we actually did for the point of view shot we did use a mercedes because that was a <laughs> a little bit more uh flexible and, and drove a lot a, a lot faster and, and could maneuver a lot easier than the smoother aztec too. it was a lot smoother and whose mercedes was it uh we just brought in we just rented a oh, okay. a, a, a small uh wow. high-speed mercedes but the we had three um aztecs one of them we pre-rigged this this aztec so it's got pipes and everything for mounting cameras mm. all over the outside of it and so that's that's where when you put the actors inside they self-drive and we mount the cameras on the outside then we had an Aztec that we put on the back of a process trailer and then we had uh, a free driving Aztec wow. and so what we did is we, as I said we had a plan and everybody knew what what was the next car vehicle that we were going to do and so the guys the grips would be off rigging whether we were mounting on the car or the side of the car or we were shooting inside the car they were getting the next vehicle ready while we were shooting and I have to say it was one of the most efficient days our, our first day our first AD and our whole AD staff, the whole grip crew were amazing. It went it went like clockwork. Who it was really good. It was Ben Scissors who did a phenomenal job. It was great. It was a really cool sequence. I just wanted to bring that up because I I, re- I once I started watching, I had to remember. Wait a minute, why is it starting right? And then I remember. No, these guys are you know off. Right. Uh, Mike has taken Jesse and Walt is you know just it, this is minutes later where mm-hmm. Walt is busy trying to find him. Yeah. So. Uh, um, I guess uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about, since we have Jonathan here too, is all those digging locations, um, you know, and, and what that took. And, and how far out are all those digging locations from our studio? I mean, you made them look like they were like many, many. Let me many, set it up many, for you, Jonathan. But... <laughs> yeah. so we... These are lob balls, darling. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, our locations um, uh, manager, Christian, one of his assistants, Alex, found this awesome location out in the middle of nowhere with a windmill. There was a windmill? There, there was a windmill. <laughs> I, I got teased mercilessly windmill, about the windmill. Anyway, so <laughs> it was. it's supposed to feel like it's in the middle of nowhere. It's actually 500 yards from from a street and there's a school there and it is pretty far from our studio about 40 minutes from our from our studio but there is a city city right there but so we 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 shot what we call a three wall 500 yards from a what a street where a paved street where where the windmill was yeah where your trailer was i was there that day yeah (laughs) 500 yards that day was a tough day that was it was a very hard location to shoot because we were seeing in every direction we could see and there was nowhere to put our vehicles. It was a really tough day. And we, various angles and of the window. Did they let you keep it? I got some of it in. Yes, there. it is <laughs> in there. There's a little bit of arguing you know in the uh, in, editing in, room. In, More windmills. In defense I, I of you. In it, defense was my, of you. Oh, it was my ode to Sergio Leone. You know what? In defense of you, I think it looks great. The, I, I, the shots are great. Awesome. In, the, great in the editing room, I suggested maybe we should cut like a half a second in windmill. No! <laughs> No, leave the windmill in. Jonathan was amazing, Kelly, because 
a lot a lot of that scene Jonathan's digging. Jonathan had to dig a lot. Did anybody pre-dig a hole for Jonathan maybe? Oh, come on. Jonathan. <laughs> this is what the guy. You're a pre-dig kind of guy? I came out and pre-dug the hole. Marie was in the trunk of the car with a shovel. <laughs> pre-digging. What I like were the cow pies that were everywhere. And the, and the set designer who said, you know, I put those there for you so you could really find your way through. You had to tiptoe through these things, for God's sake. <laughs> you know, Jonathan's such a trooper, though, because after after we started clearing away the cow pies, he thought that we had cleared away too many. So Jonathan actually got out there himself and started d- dressing cow pies back into the shop. He made them himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay, let me let me ask you this too, since you know, uh, just to jump to another part where Jonathan is in the this time lapse in the car. Mm-hmm. So tell me, because there's a couple yeah. sequences. There's the time lapse in the back of the car, and then there's the time lapse um, while mm-hmm. Jesse's waiting while Jonathan is off getting money. And so I'm just curious about, uh, you know, because I know that we we do a lot of like uh, time lapse like. Um, uh, transition shots where mm-hmm. we have we actually have a time lapse crew that is from they're from here right the, our time lapse oh, okay our <laughs> time lapse crew yeah. our time lapse crew is from here yeah. and they fly out and they do several you know shots for us a lot of them mm-hmm. are like a day to night shots or night to day shots but in this case did you use the same time lapse cute crew to do some of this stuff or? we did they there are time lapse guys. Um, <laughs> They they came out early in the season and they showed us a new rig that they built. Mm-hmm. And this is this new, the one that will make basically move as it's doing? Time it will. Lapse. So the camera will move in real time, and what it's shooting is just shooting time lapse. So it's motion control. Right. Which usually you have to have a very expensive, complicated, time-consuming rig to shoot motion control. So they showed us this early in the season, and they said, you know, we'd really like to launch this in, on Breaking Bad. And I said, well. You know, let us think about it and see if we can come up with an episode we can use it in. And miraculously, it happened to be one of mine. Episodes. Yeah, no, you know what? It's <laughs> that like was not to take your fire away. I've, absolutely, but we used one of those shots in 404, and it's actually the transition. Yes, and it's great. It, we use yep. the transition. I, I'm trying to remember exactly where it's it is. It's outside the Garcia's. Garcia's yeah, but yeah. I can't remember where it is. But oh, I know. It's right before Jesse comes home from his from working when he comes yeah. home to the party and he yeah. brings meth for everybody. But it's actually, but, uh, a, it's, yeah. a, it's a complicated rig to use and we had to wait for the for the right uh, episode to do it. And because we had this story in our time lapse, a lot of time time lapse is just for passing time. Right. But this actually had story in the time mm-hmm. lapse. And so it was the first time this season and we've subsequently used it several times yeah. now in the season. It's a very, Vince can speak to this. Well, no, no, I was just going to say you got to, uh, I want to find out a, uh, because you're, you're, how long, for instance, was was Jesse, was Aaron, was Aaron? Yeah, I was going to ask that too. His butt. Okay. How long was he waving this the stick? Waving the stick. This is how it worked: is that I was off camera, telling these guys what to do. <laughs> so we were in the back of the car, or we were out at at the place where he was playing with the stick, and they had to do every move for a minute. So when, oh, okay. so when we said to Jesse to Aaron, you know, pick your underwear out of your butt. He was standing there for a whole minute picking his underwear out of his butt. <laughs> and Wait, we are off camera. Yeah. So how, how, long, how many shot, how many, really how many <laughs> frames really go on in that minute? Like uh, how many times does the camera shoot? I think we were going every two seconds. Oh, right? okay. Do you remember, Tom? I was not there for the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it was, I think you can do it. So when Jonathan, you can speak to this, when you came, we're going, walking back to the car, Jonathan had to walk very slowly 
And you have to pick your butt. And gave that look. For I did a not. <laughs> did you do it anyway? Uh, this is <laughs> on camera. This is what I remember. I remember going, Jesus Christ, Michelle, what are we doing? When is this going to end? Get me out of here! Wow, sounds like our episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Michelle, how long were they? How long? Did that happen? Uh, it it actually only took us, I think it was about 15 minutes oh, okay. to shoot the segment. Cause, because we only wanted to end up with a 20-second or 30-second yeah. segment. And, and it's every two seconds. I, I'm not doing the math properly so in my it's, head. So it's it 12 was, times faster than normal because it's 24 frames a second. And you're shooting one frame every two. Wait a minute. Or is it every four seconds? Or, I don't know. You, you can do any kind of time lapse you right. want. You can set it at any inter- interval you want. And how much yeah. did they let you keep out of that? Well, that is a winner. Yeah, whole, that yeah, whole, whole thing. The whole See, we're is doing in this it. podcast before these these yeah, folks here. That episode, episode yeah. you're going to be proud of that episode. That, that episode, yeah, yeah. when we're doing this podcast, the episode that is airing tonight, just so you know, is episode four hundred three. So yeah. yeah, just so you know. And, out and there. Jonathan, the I just picked the up season two, and it's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix. Wait till you see season three. You're a it's great. Jonathan, the, 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 the driving stuff, you know, when Aaron jumps out and takes pee and everything, it all, it all worked out great, but it's all a winner. Did Aaron have to um, pee for a minute? Yes, he did. Because <laughs> yeah. yes, I did. believe he could do that. He's so focused. He has a large bladder. <laughs> yes. Impressive. It's my, one of my favorite things about him. <laughs> hey, so let's, let me jump to, uh, I, I want to jump to uh, um, uh, uh, Hank and, and Marie because, you know, it's been, it's kind of broken my heart that, Hank is so mean to Marie. He's so, he's so mean to Marie. But what I loved in this episode... We don't even, we don't even have lines. We just, we just yeah. got the camera roll. But what what I, talks to me. It's a choice what I, I made, man. It's a fucking choice I made. It wasn't in the script, but I said, let's go that way. What I loved about it, though, in this episode is Hank is all of a sudden, he's back on his game, and he's all of a sudden so nice to Marie. And I was so glad to see that at the end of the episode. But I what I loved... Did you guys leave the hand nice job in again? Is it the hand... <laughs> Did, we didn't do that. Oh, they cut that. You guys cut that out. <laughs> no, not no. really. Oh, okay. What's running? <laughs> what I love about it though is is um, is we get off uh, Detective Tim in, and he's you know talking to Hank about Gail's lab notes, and you know Hank, and we see the little flip, the flip, the little flip movie yeah. that Gail has done. Now um, I know because we have Tom Schnauz here. I know that in in uh, the last episode we saw our first looks at that lab notes, yeah, yeah. and that Tom Schnauz, who I had no idea is quite a visual artist, no Tom Schnauz, talent. Yeah. you have actual talent. Yeah. Nor did he. Hey, they're paying you back. <laughs> huh, you huh, huh. He drew something. I just want to mention uh, Tom Schnauz. That yeah. was so cool. I didn't know you were such a visual artist oh, that you man. drew the the sketch oh, of Walt Whitman by the poem that actually plays in episode four or four. So. Detective Tim comes by and he's pretty much trying to convince you, uh, Dean, excuse me, yeah. to uh, to Hank. get he back was on. He was conv- yeah, to get back on the case, and you're right. just like, eh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Nigel too, the actor who plays. I Tim. love Nigel. Yeah, Nigel plays Detective Ten, De- Detective Tim. 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 Okay. Nigel was first uh, helping you out, uh, helping uh, Hank out, right? We were uh, talking to Skyler in the kitchen. Right. In, in the episode two, uh, yeah. grilled the when uh, Walt yeah, yeah well, wait a long time ago when uh, Walt and Jesse were uh, being held hostage by Tuco right so he was helping uh, right yeah, right yeah he was great now he was great yeah. and he just seemed so believable uh, just just a real meat and potatoes believable just uh, detective that we thought uh, when it was time this season for 
someone to help out, uh, help get Hank on the case. We thought we thought we thought of uh, Nigel. Yeah, I was good. He was great too. I was I was glad. It's always nice to have good people to work with. You know? So, Dean, how do you feel about um, you know being on the case now? I mean, I think that fans have been really, 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 really like uh, offering up like you know their own thoughts of you know when is Hank gonna find out or is Hank gonna find out what's he gonna do and is right. he gonna is he gonna side with Wall is he not gonna side with Wall how do you feel about about the storyline that you know they've proposed this year where you're like really hot on it and and it's in in coming episodes it's it gets really good let me just tell you do we tell them do we tell we them can't which episode? Tell we, what no, happens, we don't tell them. Okay, no. <laughs> we don't tell them that we catch them. I don't. I don't know. I might even have to edit that, this part out. Is that news? <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not you want to cut that down? All right. All right. I'm still looking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would caught that fucker a long time ago. Working for these guys. <laughs> AMC needing to stretch this thing out. I think it's uh, you know I think really it's one of the one of the I think I probably said this on the podcast before. It's one of the great things of, of this show how how they're able to keep Hank in the game. Believably, I think, I think, and uh, yet not have him catch him. You know, it's always one of my favorite writing elements of the uh, of the story. I, lo- I love how Hank sort of gives up in this episode. He's convinced uh, Heisenberg is dead and gone, and my job's over. And then Walt comes in and completely blows up and yeah, puts, you, puts you back on the case. I love yeah, that. I love yeah. that. I love that yeah, scene. He played that so well, man. Brian's so good at that. When he, he plays drunk really well when he, he starts to get drunk. Because yeah. he, he knows how to play Walter White drunk, which yeah. is mean. He gets mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it leads him to say these things and inadvertently gets him back. It, it, was it really all that inadvertent? Do you think he there's something inside him? It's sort of like the more, you know, the, the, the crime you want to be caught at some level. Do you think it's something yeah, I think he, he wanted what? to bring him back into the game because he wanted to be... I don't know if he wants to be caught. I think he just hates he hates losing control, and he hates somebody else getting credit. He hates the credit. It's the credit. Work. It's the credit. Yeah. And Herring, Herring Gale, described as a genius, just mm-hmm. chafes his ass. Right. I love that. I love that part. In this, I feel like in this episode, this is all about Walt. Just loses control of everything. He he goes. He's going to risk his life to save Jesse, and Jesse's a little punk ass who's like, he doesn't even know what Walt went through. In the beginning of this episode, yeah, he picks his underwear for a minute. Yeah, he, a minute, a bitch. <laughs> he hooks up with his wife again, but then his wife starts deciding when he's going to move back in. He sees his son drinking out of a Beneke mug. The the man that is is uh, banging his, his wife. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then he's hearing Gail get credit for for his uh, his work, and then he just he can't. It's all just compressed inside of him, and then he just he he just lets Spews. it out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I just want to get back to for a second. We were talking about Hank and Marie too, yeah. with with Betsy because this was a very challenging thing for Betsy to do for for Marie in that her husband is being a complete and utter asshole, but she's got to be understanding here and supportive. That was challenging. <laughs> and when's the episode? She was lucky. Are you when, shitting me? It was yeah, so easy for her. So lucky. I have so much natural charm. I could be a total when you wake dick. Up in the middle of the night. And he's awake. And he yeah, says, there's, in, there's in three episode in four oh two. Yeah, and then he tells you to get out of the room. You don't leave, baby. You stay right there. <laughs> I throw a rock at you. Can we talk about that? <laughs> Can we? Do- yeah, mineral. Here's your fucking mineral. Yeah. Give you a mineral. You don't leave the bedroom, sweetie. Taste. What does this mineral taste like? <laughs> Did you ask me something? <laughs> no, I was, I was going to. <laughs> Sorry, before Dean. I was, uh, Sometimes yeah. you gotta shut him down. No, I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say. I mean, I 
kind of know the answer because you and I've discussed it before, but I think it's interesting for people who are listening that there was that fine line that you had to play between, uh, you know, basically wanting to give up and leave and, and walk out on this guy yeah. and at the same time be supportive and not show that he's getting to you and show that pain. And it's that tricky thing that actors have to do where you want to reveal a little bit to the audience of what that the, the character's feeling and thinking, but not to the person you're playing the scene with who's sitting right in front of you. Yeah. I mean, that's a little easier because Dean really doesn't notice anything. <laughs> so so I, I was able, it was not so hard Were you in that me. scene? <laughs> see, <laughs> my pleasure and my honor to play your wife on TV. But I love what we see in, in the relationship between Hank and Marie this season. I think it's, it's, I think it's really beautiful what a pain in the ass you are and how much she loves you. She's just glad you're not dead. Right. Most of the time. I don't think it was all that kind of, I mean, I, I know people have said, you know, but Jesus, the guy's been shot. I mean, he, you know, and he's... Uh, Are you sticking up for him? Well, I have to. Why? Why does he have to be so cranky to me? Know. I'm the one who's being nice to Because he wants someone you. else to feel his pain, man. You know, he can't walk anymore. And people are well, like, not oh, with that attitude. Like, not with you. that attitude, he can't. People can. like going up on the street and like patting my wife on the back. It's okay. It's like, you know, I don't treat my real wife that way. <laughs> But it's like, you know, she calls me sometimes, yeah. you know. I've heard stories. Dean. Oh, oh, but she deserves it. Uh, no, but you know, the guy, I mean, it's not that hard to understand why he would be that way, is it? Is it that hard to I, understand? No, I agree with you. I don't think it is no. that hard to understand. I mean, I don't even think, and I, I think he knows he's being, he doesn't want to be a dick. No, and there we have those moments you where know, you, you can see him to, feeling guilty. Yeah, yeah, he just yeah. can't help it. You know, you want somebody else to, mm -hmm. you know, whatever, go through that same kind of. Thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. right? just kind of beat up on the people closest yeah. to you. Yeah. Well, you know what's kind of interesting too. Because you must know I love you, and I'll stay. I do. Well, that's why I think I'm it's serious. what you're saying like, here. I know. I think it's. I, I know. I think that's know, what you're saying here. It was. A, it was an interesting uh, uh, insight into our little relationship. What's kind of interesting too that I just thought about, and and you know, was that the fact that um, we're lucky because you two are actually here, and Michelle is here, and these are, I'm sure, questions or, or discussions that you guys had probably during prep or mm -hmm. something like that because you. We, we're talking about episode 402, but you also directed 402. In the writer's room, we've talked about how you guys will get together and, you know, for the several weeks, you will kind of plot out your season. Mm -hmm. So this is the first time back for actors. You know, what do you guys do? How, how does the ramp-up go? You want to take that? Or? I mean, I feel like the ramp-up is, you know, the seasons previous and every episode before. It's really exciting, but I, I, I don't ever feel like, no, I, I, that's going to be hard for me to make sense of that because, they, they, I mean, the writers just know these characters and just do exactly what I think should happen for them. I don't think we talk about it at all. We don't. When we're doing it, we do. When we're doing it, we do, but we don't. Talk about but even then, we don't talk about we don't talk. I don't. We don't really talk about like how you would play this. How you, I don't think. I don't recall. We talk it, about right? feelings. We talk about that. You too. But we, <laughs> we hold hands. You, we, hold you know. No, I mean, but but That's it's fine. a good question, Kelly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Michelle and I jump up and down <laughs> in our underwear on a trampoline. Get <laughs> 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 <They're> ready for. <laughs> Great each other's hair. It's great. But you know, we when we're in prep and we're prepping to do the episode, we do have what we call a tone meeting, which we've talked about before, where the director sits down with the writer and with Vince, and, and we go through every single beat of the script, and we talk about the important beats, and we talk about the arc of each scene and the arc of each character, and and what it is important that we see in in this scene, and how what is the story that we're telling in each scene. So then, when we get to the set, because the actors they're shooting, well, well, I'm prepping as a director or, or as a producer, they're shooting. So when we show up on on set, 
these guys, and, I, and it's one of the nicest things about working with our group of actors, they are all very prepared. Everybody comes, thank, thankfully he's got a photographic memory, but everybody <laughs> else comes, you know, having learned their lines and, and has really thought about it and will sometimes have questions. But then you have these moments where we do have discussions, and I do remember the moment when we were shooting with um, in 405 with, with Chuck, and you've just walked uh, 16 paces yeah. or whatever it is, and there's that high-five moment. And, you know, you and I talked about this, about that we needed that, just that subtle glance, that, that little pause that, that um, Hank gives before high-fiving Marie. And it's a heartbreaking moment because yeah. she so badly wants to be part of it. Yeah. But it's one of those things, again, that I was talking about earlier where it's got to be subtle enough that it's not super obvious, but it's obvious enough to the audience. And, and it's, 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 we create an awkward moment. And so we, but we the, the three of us, the four of us, discuss that on the day. You know, and that's th so you have to come in prepared and hope and hopefully knowing where you want to go with it. And then the actors will quite often have uh, uh, additional comments and ideas and suggestions. And together, everybody hopefully comes up with something that tells the story well. You said something to me in 402 before we. That I'm so sorry. You said <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bring it up now. Um, and for uh, right before um, before I leave, it was the last take, and I knew that would be the one that we used. And I don't remember what it was, and it was a, a subtle change, but I was like, "That's exactly what we needed." That's why I love it when you are directing episodes oh, where I have you. to deal with this one. <laughs> that's what I call him. This my one. heart goes out. That's because you're fucking in focus, by <laughs> the way. That's what I do. I've noticed. That's the other thing I've noticed, by <laughs> the way. Let me ask you guys all. You're saying whoa because I said fuck? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Are we done talking about 402? Jeez. <laughs> I'm just curious. No, I'm just curious. Wait, one other thing about 402. Is it <laughs> no, one other, one other thing I was curious about, including Jonathan in this, is that are you an actor that likes rehearsal? Or are you one of those actors that doesn't like rehearsal? And, no, you know, I'll, you guys I'll, also. I'll rehearse forever. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, speaking of 402, <laughs> I, thought, I thought that scene, the painful, the bedpan scene, oh. is... That was it. Was there was a noticeable uh, what? Four hundred one. Is, is that four hundred one? All right, we'll go all the way back to four hundred one then. But that bedpan scene, there was a, there were people. There was a drawing in of breath when we saw it that first time in a screening. It, you guys, that was just a great scene. Mm -hmm. That's all. Cool. Anyway, go ahead. Why I have something to say about two hundred five. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun to talk about the other ones because they were written so well. You know. Oh. <laughs> Pay for that. I do a happy dance when I know I'm get to direct a Tom Schnauz yeah. script. Oh, I do too. I like Tom Schnauz is, is really, really great. Dance. Great writer. Dance per se. It's more of a grinding. Why does it sound dirty when you say that? She says happy dance and it sounds pleasant. Oh, it's a happy you little dance, it, baby. No, but Dean, yes. Dean and Betsy, what do you guys? How do you guys feel? Do you like rehearsal? Do you not like rehearsal? I don't like rehearsal at all. You don't like rehearsal? No. Seriously? Seriously? I like to go in there and bang it. You know, what does bang mean? Well, bang I think it. you come and you you bring what you bring, and I bring what I bring, and we and we see what we hit on the day. What about the hand oh. job scene from last uh, year? Was that we did a lot of rehearsal on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but that was her request. <laughs> I did a lot of this whenever yeah. I'd see Dean. We I'd go. Like that. Right. So. That's you know, and I appreciate your professionalism. I That's wore that big blue rubber glove. Oh, I appreciate just for your you. professionalism. <laughs> <laughs> we went to like KY loads of it. <laughs> rehearsal? No rehearsal? Um, depends on the scene. Oh, okay. Depends on the scene. Sometimes I like to just I think sometimes I think like the first few times you do it, it's there's something to that. 
you know, having it be spontaneous and just going through it. And sometimes some things I like to rehearse. I, I like to have rehearsals. But. Now, when you guys get the scripts, are you like, like we talked to Brian and Brian says, oh, we're like trying to read, you know, and figure out what happens. You know, how about you guys? You guys do you guys like to know a lot ahead of time? Do you not like to know? I have a big mouth, <laughs> so I don't like to know too much. Okay. I'm like, read, read, read. How many days off do I got? You know, read, read, read. read. No, cool, cool. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan. If you watch the season closely, you'll notice he's really sleepwalking through this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Oh. Yeah. Jonathan, don't, don't, don't watch Dean scenes a second time yeah. unless I'm in them. <laughs> just watch me. Just watch well, me. That's all you can watch because you're the only one in focus. <laughs> I've been meaning to ask you, um, um, since you're here, um, about your little granddaughter. From last year. Yeah. Kaya. Kaya. Uh, of course. Kaya. Kaya. Kaya, Kaya was Jonathan's little granddaughter. And she's as cute as she can be. And she's a, a good natural actress. You were telling me that that was your idea? You taught no, them no, that? No, or that, that, was, Jonathan? that was uh, Jonathan's idea. Oh, and didn't, yeah. is it on the DVD, that little I think section? there's a DVD extra of you two the, doing the... the uh, man, man, what man, man, power, power, who do, who do, you do, do, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah she yeah. was great. Yeah. She picked it up like that. That was very good. Was this 405? We're back to last season again. <laughs> Let's talk about Tom's show. Do you want to talk one of your, about one of your X Files episodes, Tom? <laughs> Who could bring that up? Yeah, because you know what? It had Aaron Paul Reaper in it. Or something. That's right. Uh, Tom wrote the episode with Aaron Paul in it. That's right. I'm back on X Files. And remember when you and Vince used now? to watch Wise Guy? And remember? I remember. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, remember. Yeah, remember. Yeah. Appointment well, TV. We, went, uh, we would watch Wise Guy back at uh, uh, seven. Of us sitting around her underwear and just watching. <laughs> Uh, I don't think it was any. Wow, that sounds. That's just an image. Shirt. I remember just we just a shirt. I just remember just us both being just gleaming with oil. It's, it's, oh. Just so the, the images that you sort of stick in your head. So would you like to help me get this back good. on track? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I was about ready so, to. Um, I was gonna mention. Uh, I, I just wanted to know about the writers' room beats as far as you know, you guys deciding you know over your thirteen episode arc. You know what's going to happen, and one thing that definitely happens here is Skylar and Walt are back at it in what do, the, be- what do you mean in the when bedroom. You back at it. In the bedroom. <laughs> what do you mean by that? You yeah. uh, do I really need to? Yeah, yeah I think you do. I do. I'd like to see it. Have we? How graphic do we get on that? Graphic. What does that mean? Pubic hair? No. Not that graphic. We don't have a TVMA. A couple of thrusts, that's all. A couple of thrusts? Yeah. So when you guys, was that like a a point, like everybody wanted to get them back together at some point? Or did that just come out of breaking that episode, or was that a, a... you know, I think it came out of what, what were we going to do with this message that Walt leaves at the beginning of the show. Yeah, yeah. There's this message hanging on yeah, Skylar's yeah. answering machine. Because we don't like to let things drop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what can we do with it that would be un, unexpected? <clears throat> what if it gets them back in bed? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that's how it all came about. Yeah. Like and I want. Like so it was just manipulative. Just life. manipulative. Yeah. One of the worst moments of his life. He's heading to certain death. He's ready to die. He's saying and it's totally to misunderstood yeah. by Skylar that she thinks he's. She's just calling to say, "I love you guys." Yeah. Chicks. Wish it were that easy to get. It is that. Yeah, really. It's easy to get Betsy Brandt that way. I, mean, I also got to mention that Tell was me a great, me. a great moment. <laughs> Buy me some candy. <laughs> I thought it was a great moment for Flowers? Junior. Flowers? Oh no, please keep those. I don't want them. Dinner? Mm-mm. No. Come on, baby, take it off. I just thought I mentioned it was a great moment for Junior too to come home and yes. you know see that. Oh RJ no, we're back job. here, and he's like, oh god. RJ no. did a great job. <laughs> that was cute. What I yeah. like too was the shot. 
correct me if I'm wrong, the shot where, you know, he comes in and Anna, mm-hmm. like, runs right past the doorway and mm-hmm. slams the door. It was great timing. So how many takes were... It took a few takes. Really? It took okay. a few takes. We had to get the timing exactly right. It's so. perfect. And, I mean, she just runs out and it, slams that door. It's it was great. tricky, but we, we got there. It was great. Um, okay, uh, I guess driving the forklift. Forklift lessons. We did do forklift lessons. and <laughs> But only we only did yeah, forklift lessons actually for Tyrus because he had to look good, but Walt had to look bad. Mm-hmm. So we did some forklift lessons for Walt's double, but Brian got in there himself, and we actually, it's much longer than it's in the, and that's in the episode, and we just rolled the cameras and let Brian try let to figure, out figure it out, and we had to make sure the production designer that built that set was not anywhere <laughs> I was going to say, did he, did he hit anything? Oh my god, he came pretty close. Yeah, yeah, wow. he uh, he banged a few Oops. things, and, and we just made Not Skylar, either. we're not talking. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Not in that scene. It's not with the forklift. Hey, let me ask you too, like, um, all that stuff that's in there, I mean, the research that had to go on to build that set. I guess this does harken back to last year, but Vince, like, as far as like Sorry, the stuff that has to that had to be going on in there to make this, you know, to get all the equipment and, you know, what was the kind of research you just it's, guys it's, to yeah, say? I'd love to take credit, but it was all. Uh, I mean, we we said we need a super lab and we want it to look uh, uh, flashy and modern and expensive, and and the rest uh, wound up in the hands of our wonderful production designer, uh, Mark Freeborn. And then uh, it was executed. It was built by W. Gilton, our wonderful construction coordinator, and his amazing crew. And Mark and his crew, uh, Mark Freeborn and his crew, researched. Uh, we got some help from a DEA chemist based out of Dallas, Texas, wonderful guy uh, who we've named a character after. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're supposed to – I think there's uh, – DEA likes to keep things a little bit lower profile, so I'm not going to say his name. But uh, thanks, great thanks to him. He's a wonderful guy. And he loves the party. Yeah, <laughs> he's got all the best stuff. He's got some really Everybody good knows shit. How to make yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're very, they're very, they're wonderful folks over the DEA. Uh, and, uh, oh, and they are. They, they're good. Yeah. They're good folks. And uh, so all of this to say, it's uh, it's uh, uh, Mark with the help of, of of expert help from actual chemists. Uh, put together, you could, honest to God, cook meth in that set. Okay. I mean, but we don't. No, we, we don't. As far as I know, no, we don't. No. and kids watching. It's actually cotton candy. The meth is is cotton candy. The meth, the, the fake. I thought meth it was. Oh, it's rock, tasty. Rock it is tasty too. It's, I think it's cotton candy. That's that's. It's cotton it's candy flavor. It's just candy. rock sugar. candy. All, all, all cotton candy is is fine sugar. sugar. Yeah. yeah, it's just yeah. it's cotton candy in a different form. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty much yeah. People so, snack on it on the set. Yeah. yeah. Um. Um, oh, that, that brings me to a question, I guess the super lab thing, is when you guys decide, because we're doing a lot of this pouring of chemical into vats from, and we shoot it from below and stuff like that, um, in prep, do you decide what it is that you want, what the color is, what the viscosity of it is, is it going to be poured in liquid, not liquid? How we is do, we do because we have, um, over, over time we've built, and I'd love to get some more camera ports in there. Um, that so the shots when they're underneath the vats and they're looking up, we have to build a camera port and put Lexan or or, or actually make it waterproof if we're going to pour something mm-hmm. on it. So we need to know what these shots are ahead of time, and we'll test the viscosity if we're going to do the the brown goo stuff coming out or the or blue glue or powder great, going in and stuff, stuff like that. Yeah, that's pretty gross. What was that? Uh, uh, I, cow pie. I, I think it was like it was poop. Cow pie. I think it was like oatmeal and. 
a bunch of different things, but the oatmeal made it. Uh, oatmeal the viscosity. Run, run through someone's colon. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it was nasty. It was pretty. That's gross. how we filter it. Yeah. <laughs> it's it a colon. Was the best. Okay, so let's get to the meat of. I guess the really big meat of the episode is this car wreck that happens, and mm-hmm. how much prep went into that, and how much did you know ahead of time? You and Vince have had a long history together from the X Files, and so how much <laughs> you this is know? What Vince said to me. Michelle, I want a T-bone like we've never seen a T-bone before. And I thought, oh, my God, we've all seen a T-bone done every way possible. Um, but Vince is really great about – so and, dirty. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I just I like, moved you away from you a little bit. <laughs> and we, when you you, 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 you misunderstood <laughs> me completely. <laughs> I got that's you a line clear. from 409 that <laughs> yeah. you have to me. Right. Marie, I want a T-bone like, like I've never had Marie's like, oh, before. God, no, not the T-bone. <laughs> My back just Call finally is feeling T-bone. better now. But anyway, Kelly, that had to be very planned out in advance. So I actually went to the – We do. I was just going to say, I went to the stunt guys and the FX guys, and there was a number of different – you know, I told them the shots I'd like to have. They – you know, they contribute to shot <coughs> ideas, and, and together we come up with a plan. But one of the shots I really, really wanted, and it's usually done by a green screen, is the shot where the camera's in the passenger side of the car that's being hit, looking over the driver that's at the car shot. coming at them. And usually that's done with a green screen. And we don't have the we didn't have the time or the money to do a, a green screen shot. But um, the stunt guys actually said, "We want to do this practically." And so I said, great, as long as, you know, we're going to be safe. Who so was that? Was that Al? Al Godo, our amazing stunt coordinator. And he we flew great. in uh, some gentlemen from Los Angeles to, to do the stunt. And we had Helped some... Helped him up real good. Yeah. And we had some local guys, too, because the guy who was who was playing Jesse was actually uh, local. And But the two guys in the... Uh, the two bad guys in the... Uh, the one that's in the car, he's he was... And the guy that... That dodges the car. Those guys were from. Yeah, from when I saw it, I was like, they, "You did he did he get hurt? He didn't get hurt." Nope, nobody got <laughs> hurt. I, I was just when I saw it, I was uh, like, "Somebody's got to have been really hurt." We had, we had multiple way. multiple cameras. Wow! But you it. took the most comfortable Park Avenue that I spent a lot of time in, <laughs> and because of that shot, I am now in a sleazy Buick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Jonathan was actually amazing that night because he had hurt his knee when we were doing the digging scenes previously that week and he had to run down that alley quite a few times yeah you ran yeah. man I looked at that I was like damn look and at that's him a senior citizen running down that alley <laughs> I, I had never worked with somebody so very very old before <laughs> and we Jonathan did a lot of his own driving and at risk to a lot of the crew <laughs> so thank you very much it's all right, Tom. Who or whom, buddy? Can I just say <laughs> just that remember. Jonathan is so darn cool in this episode. I mean, yeah, he is true. so cool. Uh, I, uh, when does Marie get a scene with with Mike? With Mike? Well, that's a good question. We can't reveal. Because I think Marie should have a scene with Mike. You look like you wanted a scene with my uh, therapist last, last week, by the way. Uh, what well, the fuck one. was that all about? Hi. I'm like, what is she doing? <laughs> Did you guys talk about that moment? Did you talk about that tone? No, that just happened very organically. organically. You were organically, my You were like totally coming on to that day. Well, you know, best <laughs> like I do You want to go full time? Play the mood. 
You know, I, I mean, I, I gave Michelle a bunch of I gotta tell you, because we never, we never crossed paths. Yeah. And this, and this to be in the same room with this, you know? I didn't know the bad guys could blush, but this, they, they're, they're a very racy oh, couple. Oh, a very are. racy very couple. Very interesting shooting with these Jeez, two. Louise. <laughs> Propriety, it's, it's, for it's God's sakes. It's purple passion over there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, yes, it is, my friend. <laughs> but uh, That's I just, what you we know, call Thursdays. I have, I have one question before we wrap it up, and, you know, forgive me if I totally blow this, but um, I'm just curious if that alleyway next to that building, was that the same location that you used for Jonathan uh, going into that one building? Is it I the same? I told you. Well, uh, Kelly, I know that you know that because of inside No, I didn't know behind. it. I... Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> no, I wanted to wow. comment. Yes, I wanted you to do. comment you on, do now. <laughs> on the genius of, of the lighting and, and how it was framed because I only looked at it because I'm like, I I've seen that. You. I've seen that before. Yeah, we heard you. Last year, they did a time lapse that I don't think we've ever used, and it was gorgeous. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I just, I saw that, and I'm like, oh, that's a great location. And then I was just curious, and I'm sorry if I blew it. No, no I'm, I'll I'm edit this out you. if you no, want. No, 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 I'm teasing you because it was, we, we Vince was not terribly enthusiastic. I don't think it looks like it. Location. I just think it's it's really genius not that they changed. Why would I bring it up if I didn't look <laughs> exactly <laughs> like, like I the think same that location? This, this whole thing Kelly's about. I think that it's genius no, that it's, what you've done here. I think it's great. It's a great location. It's a great location. It's also a location that uh, is like the one place in Albuquerque that, to my estimation, is completely shot out. Every, oh, really? Every TV show, every movie that comes to Albuquerque shoots at the abandoned train station. Oh, okay. And Sorry. And therefore, I like to avoid it whenever possible. Uh, but having said that, there are practicalities, there are realities to shooting this show. Mm-hmm. And there was really no other place to do it within our schedule and our budget. And having said that, you shot the hell, the hell out of it, made it look great, and... and um, uh, now, uh, Nelson, Nelson, Nelson Craig, Craig was the cinematographer, cinematographer on this episode. He did a fantastic job. Oh, I loved right. shooting yes. with Nelson. He's great. And, and, of course, I love and worship the ground that Michael Slovis walks on. Those are big shoes to fill. And Nelson came in, and he did a fantastic job, and he was such a pleasure to shoot with. We had a lot of fun. We Tom and, and Nelson and I, I have never laughed so hard in the back of an insert car when we were <laughs> shooting, Mike and Jesse, uh, <laughs> driving along and doing... With the time lapse. With, Nel- with Nelson and I really hit it off. There was a lot of man love there. Yes, there was a lot of man love. And yeah. On his They were part, having a little romance. Yeah, yeah. I, had yeah. to, I had to separate them at romance, some point. Little a little romance. romance. Excuse <laughs> me. Yeah, a little it romance. wasn't dirty in any way. I thought it was great, though. I thought it was great how you could lose a lo- use a location in the daytime and the nighttime, and I thought it looked totally different. And like I said, I Except was just for the fact that you noticed it like stuck out like a sore thumb. <laughs> you, and you've seen it in like 15 other shows. You so want to say I told you, you know so what, one Michelle, more time, so just, to, just so she hears it? Yes, I can't, I can't get over, you know, this. But I you just want to offer you the compliment. We had to spend so much time shooting that windmill that we didn't have as much time <laughs> to shoot another location. <laughs> you know what? Uh, in closing, I had an entire scene get cut. In, in closing, because i got to wrap this up. Um, in closing, Vince, there's a lot more to say. <laughs> Let's talk about 405. No. No. How much time we got? Yeah. Oh, bummer. In closing. This is like my last shot of every fucking scene we do. <laughs> I save these guys so much time. It's like, oh, Dean, do it in one hour. Well, you don't like to rehearse. I know. No, hey. Like these, these two right takes. there. Which is weird because rehearsal is when you learn your lines. It's <laughs> like a two takes, you know. That's why sometimes they're like, "Oh no, we want rehearsal. We want maybe one more time." Freshness. The freshness. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. my. So that we know it. Written on Betsy Brant's forehead. 
Vince, I just wanted to, in closing, mention uh, uh, there's another question that kind of has come out, if you could answer it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, question from the fans. People are a question from the fans. Question from the fans. That we we shot uh, in Albuquerque because of a, a tax break originally. Yes. Um, but uh, originally not a, not a tax break, but an incentive. An, incentive, an economic incentive. incentive yeah. I bet. Uh, but originally you had uh, the show. Uh, you know, uh, lo location for the show somewhere else. Can you talk a little Riverside, bit about that? California. I. Uh, uh, Long story short, uh, Frank Spodnitz, who I used to work with on the X-Files, wonderful executive producer of that show, has a brother-in-law, a uh, guy named Grant, a wonderful guy who's a DEA agent. Who I've met, by the way, inadvertently. Have you? Yeah, at a restaurant, yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, man, he's a cool guy. Yeah. He's a great he comes guy. He goes, I'm the guy. Said, Isn't that something? Yeah, shows me the DEA agent. Isn't yeah, that something? Yeah. Grant's he lives out where I live. Yeah, okay. All in, right. in area. Yeah, yeah. Grant's, Grant's a great guy, and at the time, he was stationed out of the uh, district office in Riverside uh, when I was first uh, working on the pilot for uh, Breaking Bad. And I went out to uh, have lunch uh, with him and his partner, uh, Kent, at the time, and uh, they showed me around the district office in Riverside. They told me what it is to be, you know, gave me a little flavor what it is to be a DEA agent. And I thought, what why What do you mean not? by that? A little flavor? Yeah. Like ride along? Like no, you know what? I, I would have loved to have done a ride along. Uh, DEA is not allowed to give ride alongs. Oh. It's very much, uh, you're not even allowed as a DEA agent to give a civilian a ride in your DEA issued car. You could get, you could literally get let go for that. You know, you could get fired wow. for it. So I, uh, they were all everything square and above board, but you know, telling some stories, some fun stories and whatnot. And um, so uh, I thought, well, why not set the show in Riverside? Then I can roll out of my own bed here in uh, <laughs> West, well, not here, but in West Los Angeles. Uh, we're in Burbank here. But, uh, and then uh, go visit After the rush set. hour. Yeah. <laughs> you know, with the goddamn traffic out here, it would have taken me longer to drive oh, out yeah. to Riverside than it would be get on a Southwest flight and go to Albuquerque. Oh, yeah. And actually, come to think of it. But uh, uh, long story short, uh, you know, the, the original pilot, if anyone would ever get their hands on it, takes place clearly in Riverside, not in Albuquerque. But uh, this incentive that State of New Mexico offers, which is a wonderful thing, God bless them for it. I hope they never uh, think. I uh, hope they never get rid of it because it's uh, it brought us to Albuquerque, which is a great place to be and, and full of wonderful people. Uh, this incentive got us there, but it was not the original intention to shoot there. And and but now that we're there, it just it's become uh, a character of the oh, show. Oh God, it, it yeah. has, especially the way Slovish yeah. shoots the show. Yeah. The thing you did, which was great, is that you didn't you you when you moved it to Albuquerque, you play it as Albuquerque. Yeah. yeah. And that gives us incredible freedom with yeah. locations and shooting, and as you said, it's part it's a character of the story. And the shame of it is, it's easy to do that. It's easy to put it in Riverside or in Albuquerque or in uh, Iowa City, Iowa. It could be anywhere. Cause and if a you make enough problem. money, maybe we could go to Paris. There you go. I don't know Madrid. if Paris is a big meth issue. but Madrid? But Madrid. Madrid well, Who gives a shit? Let's just go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when the Brady Bunch went to Hawaii. It's all fictional. <laughs> but but uh, there's, there's unfortunately meth everywhere. So any, mm -hmm. unfortunately, any... any any medium to large size anywhere and cities you know counties whatever small towns there's there's meth everywhere unfortunately and it's a a sad thing but but makes it somewhat universal for our show it could could be anywhere in america certainly so so i want to thank everybody for coming today to today excuse me i want to thank every anyone wondering what that montage song is anatee 1977 
Yeah, good yeah. song. Great song. And that, Tom found that. Actually, Maya My lady. found it. Oh. Yes. The surprising lady? part does of the story is that I have a lady, yes. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> does, does she get credit? She does now. She just did. Okay. Maya found the song. She did. So, uh, just Nobody wanted to... Just, just want to thank everybody for coming today. Appreciate it, uh, Vince, Betsy, Jonathan, thank you, thank you, Tom Schnauz, Dean, Michelle. Thank you, thank you. Uh, and thanks for our great crew uh, who came here on a Sunday. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, Liam Don't you dare for free. Gordon, Don't you, dare. <laughs> you got Jen, you got Trevor, you got Trevor on the uh, on the mixing board there. Yeah. Uh, thank you for B. hosting. And Melissa Burn. I'm sorry, how did I leave out Melissa? Melissa, B. Melissa Bernstein. Uh, so, uh, everybody, uh, this episode was entitled Shotgun, Shotgun. uh, directed by Michelle McLaren, uh, written by Tom Schnau. So thank you everyone. Oh, Tom, they're coming for you. <laughs> Your ride's here, Tom. Thanks, Kelly. Everybody go break bad.